I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance, yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. Happy Friday night to you. It's my job to help you usher in the weekend. I'm going to be hanging out here for the next four hours. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard and you. Yeah, you listening all over North America. I hope you had a good Friday. If you didn't, I'm sorry. I'll try my best to help you out. We got some things to talk about. We got some things to discuss. Obviously, we got another weekend of football. And when I say football, we got three forms, three varieties of football. The World Cup is going to get underway for all my people who like people kicking balls. College football, of course, is winding down its season. College football, we got action tomorrow. We're going to be joined by Emery Hunt of CBS Sports HQ. He's going to come through in about 20 minutes. And that'll always, well, typically, it's always a fun conversation. We'll do that 20 minutes from now. And then, of course, Sunday, we got more football. The Green Bay Packers decide to kick things off uh, with a loss against the Tennessee Titans. And then we got a full slate coming on Sunday. And so we're going to talk college We'll talk the pros. We'll talk football. We're going to talk about Derrick Henry because this man is an absolute beast. I told you last night he might as well be called the – he is the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry might as well rename the entire team after him. We're going to talk about Derrick Henry. Is he the best running back? Not just in the NFL right now or over the past several years, but – Is he not the best running back over the past 20 years? We'll discuss that. We're going to talk about Taylor Heineke. We had a caller last night say, why aren't you showing Taylor Heineke in the commander's love? Well, we're going to do that in a few hours from now. We'll talk about Matthew Stafford. It appears that he is out of concussion protocol and he's going to play going to take on the Saints, and the Saints' entire season has been in concussion protocol. So we got a lot to do. Shep, how are you this evening? You good? 
Jared, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I'm so excited that running backs are getting some love on national airwaves these days. Who cares about running backs, right? That's the point, is no one gives them any love. It's all about quarterbacks. It's all about, you know, receivers, also known as divas. Running backs deserve some love, especially these days, given the way the game has gone to progressions and audibles and throws. Yeah, well, these these running backs are, are replaceable, and people tend to think that they're a dime a dozen. And so we'll, we'll, we'll get into Derrick Henry, and we'll do that. a matter of fact, we'll do that next hour because he's a freak. But the team that he helped beat last night, the Green Bay Packers, we know that they're just on a complete downward trend. They now have a record of 4-7 and seven after that 27-17 loss. It's crazy to think about this. But the Green Bay Packers are 26th in scoring. They are only averaging 18 points a game. A team led by Aaron Rodgers is only scoring 18 points a game. That's pathetic. They have all these injuries all over the damn place. Uh, even even this week, Romeo Dubs, Devondre Campbell, uh, David Bakhtiari, I feel like he's been just injured over the past two, three years. Rashawn Gary out for the season. Packers stink, man. I'm ready to put a fork in them. It's been a disappointing year, a disappointing season. Uh, I don't expect to see Aaron Rodgers in the postseason. That might be a good thing. And then when they come back, they're going to take on Philadelphia on, on Sunday night football. I think Philadelphia is going to run all over them. And so what a disappointing year this has been for the, for the Packers. And you know what? As I, as I sit here in the studio, the Packers aren't the only disappointment. How about the defending NBA champion Warriors are another disappointment they're getting ready to take on the New York Knicks right now and for the life of me you watch the Golden State Warriors if you have watched them and it's like everyone outside of Steph Curry has aged like in in, in a couple of months Draymond Green we saw what the hell he was in the NBA finals and I think that's closer to what he is now as a player I don't think there's there's any going back you got Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is just he's having one of the worst shooting years of, of his career. Typically a, a 40, 41% three-point shooter. He's only knocking down 33% of his shots. Come on now. What what is this about? Disastrous. Young players aren't stepping up, so that's it's pretty funny. The Green Bay Packers in the NFL, massive disappointment. We know they, they don't have the talent to compete, and we saw this coming in the offseason when Devontae Adams left and we saw the replacement that came in. There was no replacement. And then you have a championship team who did actually get over the hump with the Golden State Warriors. They have a record of 6-9, and nine, and, and these Warriors, I mean, damn, they haven't even won a road game yet. And so what a disaster both of these teams are. You know, I, I think the Warriors are a little bit easier to root for. Draymond Green certainly hasn't helped the cause or, or helped matters there. But the Warriors, especially led by Steph Curry, they're likable. Curry is the only guy lighting it up. 33 points per game, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 44% from downtown. I know Steph Curry looks young, but the man is... 
is not aging out there. He's lighting it up. But it pretty much stinks. And Steph Curry, he's talked to the media, and he's like, listen, we need to we need to get things going from jump. We need to figure out what it's going to take to win and what everybody needs to do differently, more consistently, um, a level of focus and intensity that will hopefully you know, prove to show and, 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 and wins. Nah, you guys need a time machine, man. You need your players to go backwards. The young guys that you have, these, these dudes who are supposed to start helping out, they, they don't play no defense. Moody is dropping six points a game. Kaminga is dropping five points a game. They sent James Wiseman to the G League. Come on now. This dude is 7-1, can block shots, can rebound, can knock down a jumper, can knock down a three, and he's in the G League? What did, they, what, did, what did they figure out? Did they find out that he doesn't like basketball? Like, why did they have to send this dude to the G League? Steve Kerr. He has to watch every minute, every second, every hour. He has to pour over film every second, every hour. He has to look at these guys in practice. He had to watch Draymond Green punch Jordan Poole in the face. And Steve Kerr says, man, there's not a damn thing that I'm doing that they're doing that is working right now there's no uh, no execution at either end no no sort of uh commitment to the group to get three stops in a row to execute on offense um and it obviously starts with me i'm the coach of the team i was about to say who who we blaming for that the talent or you talent always passes the buck the Coach always gets the blame. The coach always gets the boot. Steve Kerr is one of the Teflon coaches in the NBA. He's untouchable. Golden State Warriors aren't booting him so they can try to compete for a championship. It's like Popovich. Popovich will never be fired. He's going to want to just leave. But it's not Steve Kerr's fault. He didn't cultivate the roster. He didn't let... Gary Payton, due to, you know, contract issues and free agency, he didn't let him leave. He left on his own. The Golden State Warriors, last year, their defense was ranked third overall in the NBA. So far this year, the Golden State Warriors, their defense is ranked 29th. Who's the big man? Looney? Who's the wing defender? Wiggins? Yeah, he is, but what else are they getting help at? Draymond Green, the defensive player of the year? Where is it? It's actually sad. The Warriors don't look like they're going to turn anything around unless they flip some players. But if you watch their young players, Kuminga and Moody and Wiseman, who's taking a chance on either of those guys until you see a little bit more production if you can't ball out with Steph Curry when you gonna turn things around the only hope for the Golden State Warriors 
is that Klay Thompson gets better as the year goes on, that Draymond Green can find some of that aggression that he used to have and none of that misplaced garbage aggression that he's used to showing, and that some of these young guys step up or they trade for someone, dumping one of these young guys so they can have success. What a pitiful situation the Warriors are in. At least they just won a championship, right? I know last night, damn it, we did watch a team. They've been trying to win a championship for the past 10, 11 years. It hasn't happened, and I'm talking about the Packers. People are sick of Aaron Rodgers. People are tired of him. People are probably thrilled that he might not be in the playoffs. How about this? The fans in Lambeau were so sick of this guy and some of his passes and his behavior and his attitude. Aaron Rodgers got booed at certain junctures of the game last night against the Titans. Yes, Aaron Rodgers got booed. Are you surprised? Probably not because he's a jerk. That's what Aaron Rodgers had to say about feeling some of the vitriol at home. It's not often you get booed. What's it like hearing those? Not you personally, but as a, as a group. Um... Interesting. It's the best I can give you. Interesting. That's the best he can give. It's interesting that he and the Packers are being booed. Why is it interesting? He can't. That's all he can give? Um, interesting. Okay, fine. We get it. It's interesting. The man cannot formulate anything in addition. That's all he can give you is, is interesting. What's the situation with Aaron Rodgers? This is why he's a pain in the ass. This is why people are sick of the man. This is why people are waiting for him to just go away. It's interesting. That's all I can give you. He was also asked, what about you? Did you play up to what you can do? And at least on this regard, Aaron Rodgers admitted that he stunk. I'm not going to make excuses about my thumb. It's been the same since New York. I don't know. I got to go back and look at it. I felt like fundamentally I was, you know, in a good spot, but just didn't have the same type of uh, consistent grip and and ball coming out the same way. I threw a lot of kind of wobblers tonight, so just missed a few throws I should have had. Okay. Oh, it's the injury. Okay. Are we going to argue about that? I mean, he is one of the most accurate passers in, in NFL history. He's one of the best passers when he's on the move. They certainly, as I sat in the studio and, and watched the game last night, they, they sure had no issues zooming in on his hand, which was bandaged up in freezing-ass Green Bay. So let's give him the benefit of the doubt, right? Aaron Rodgers, he had an excuse. He could have just said, yeah, I, I stunk. I need to do better. My hand is not an excuse. But no, he used his hand as an excuse. Because Aaron Rodgers doesn't. Because Aaron Rodgers doesn't care what anyone says. He doesn't care what anybody thinks. Aaron Rodgers marches to the beat of his own drum. And so, whether or not his passes stink, whether or not his teammates stink, he's going to tell you exactly what's on his mind. And so, the Packers are having a disappointing season. He's having a disappointing season. 
But, man, he's one of the athletes that you look at and just go, man, I hope he loses. He is a bad guy. At least from a sports perspective. I don't know him as a human. I don't really care to know him. I think overall here, it's nice to see him falter and fall. On the Warriors end, I actually like Steph Curry. I don't want to see this guy fail. I want to see the Warriors, you know, back competing in the playoffs. I don't know if it's going to happen. They'll be okay. Are the Warriors going to pick it back up into championship contention? Uh, It doesn't look like it. And the Packers? It doesn't even look like they'll make the playoffs. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Mike is calling from Maryland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, what's going on, Chief? How you doing? I'm excellent. Okay, well, first of all, you're bouncing around with the Warriors. First, my comment on the Warriors, the Warriors going to be fine. They're going to be just fine. I mean, they're they testing a lot of new players, to my observance. And they also... Like you said, they also kind of flat-footed and playing old because they just want a title. And it's not just first title. You know, they want many titles with many players. I'm pretty sure they're going to balance things on out and aggressively get back into the high-power defense that they was and move up the scale and pretty much going to make the playoffs. Well, I mean, based, off sure. of, based off of what? Why do you feel that way? Well, the administration is still there. The players are still there. The championship the, is acquired. The, you know, I mean, they that, they definitely not. They definitely not the. Ram, I mean, um, the, they definitely not the Rams. You know, it, no, nobody's looking at them to 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 completely yeah, fall yeah, off the face of the earth. I mean, but here's but as long Mike, as they're mathematically in, they'll step up and go on and do what they got to do. But Rogers, no, like you said, no, Mike, Rogers, like you said, Rogers got to go. Mike, you know, Mike, yeah. slow down, please. Listen. There's no guarantee of that. The, the administration of the Golden State Warriors doesn't have anything to do with their, their current play because the administration doesn't play. The dudes who actually step out onto the court are either, A, still recovering from an injury, that being Klay Thompson. They are either, A, older and have never been all that athletic. That would happen to be someone like Draymond Green, who didn't even have a great performance in the playoffs. The younger players who you mentioned and who I also mentioned, they ain't doing a a, a damn bit of anything. Young players don't necessarily grow throughout the course of the season. They grow in the the offseason. The only man who is playing up to what we would expect or exceeding that is Steph Curry. The Warriors have – I'm sorry? Who do you think going to follow Curry on on, on the team? Who, who, is going, who is going to what, Curry? Who's going to follow Curry to that level? No, 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 no. There is no follow Curry on that level. <laughs> they won a championship because Steph Curry is one of the greatest players of all time. That's why they won a championship. Well, same thing happened with uh, L.A. Lakers. So, I mean, no, 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 no. There's it's, no, it's there's, there's no. There's no comparison, man. I don't know what happened with the Lakers. I don't know what you're talking about. I know what the Warriors did last year. I know what they're doing right now, and it's pretty pathetic. Am am I dumb enough to think that there can't be a turnaround? No, not at all. But based on on what we've seen, man, this is there's some facts here. Klay Thompson is hurt, coming off of an injury. 
Draymond Green isn't playing to the same level that he played years ago. And they got some work in front of them. Are you going to look at Kaminga to, to flip a switch? Moody to flip a switch? Maybe Wiseman can come back and turn things up and, and help out on defense and, and be a rim protector and, you know, keep guys at bay. We going to hold our breath on that? Something has to change. Is it going to be internal? Maybe they might have to find something outside. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, disappointments. Packers disappointing. Warriors disappointing. And by the way, the Warriors, they should beat the New York Knicks tonight at home. If they don't do that, that would be a massive disappointment. I'm not disappointing anybody because we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have a conversation with Emery Hunt of CBS Sports HQ. I'm going to ask him his thoughts on the Warriors and then... We're going to talk some college football. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I was telling you about the disappointing Golden State Warriors. Well, they are beating up on these Knicks early. Only about four minutes through the game, a little less than that, and they already lead 14-4. But it's the Knicks. They should beat them up, right? That's their job. That's what they do. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get back to your phone calls. We're going to talk more about the Warriors. And I told you we'll get into Derrick Henry. But it's Friday. College football is already taking place. We saw Tulane hand out an ass whooping last night. We got plenty of games coming through over the weekend starting tomorrow. And the season is winding down. So joining us as he does every single Friday, we're here with Emery Hunt of CBS Sports HQ and football game plan. Emery, how are you, man? I'm doing fine, JR. Always a pleasure being on the show. No problem. Well, have you been keeping up with these Golden State Warriors? Have you seen that? No, I've been I've been too busy fanboying out uh, for my New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, been out man. here riding hard for the Pelicans out here. <laughs> when is Zion Williamson going to actually play, I don't know, like 10 consecutive games? In the NBA Finals. That's when he's going to play <laughs> consecutive games <laughs> oh, oh well let, let, let's talk to Emery about uh some football then he he got the Pelicans in the finals let's see what what, what they can do I, I hope Zion can play healthy enough for them to get to the finals listen Emery we we know that as the season in college football is winding down we see the same four teams in the playoff Georgia Ohio State Michigan TCU is still hanging in there but then you know the the, the West Coast and the Pac-12 isn't getting so much love. We got we got USC right in there, not too far behind Tennessee and LSU and e- even in front of Alabama. They're going to take on UCLA tomorrow. What's the deal with USC? Uh, tell us about Caleb Williams. Does USC stand any type of chance for the playoffs? It's a little bit distant of a chance, isn't it? It, it It is distant, but it's definitely catchable because they have a lot of things going for them. Number one, 
they have a brand name. So when you say USC to a lay person, everyone's heard of USC. And I've said this before, that people still view TCU as probably a conference USA team or Mountain West Conference team. They tend to forget they are in the Big 12. And I still feel like that kind of cloud is surrounding TCU. And you mentioned they're playing tomorrow against USC. And the, the underlying story, they're playing in front of a packed house in Pasadena against USC. So this is a huge game for both programs. And so now when you got that type of cachet surrounding a USC team uh, with a Caleb Williams who's outstanding in box office at quarterback, it makes it must-see TV. And that's the type of thing, even though the college football committee will never admit this, if there is a brand-name box office team, they will always look to try to get that team through to the college football playoff. Oh, it's always all about the money, all about the eyeballs, and that makes all the sense in the world. When you take a look at at Lincoln Riley, would you say he's ahead of schedule knowing that he's basically just starting off? Yeah, definitely he's ahead of schedule because a lot of people looked at him how they looked at uh, Brian Kelly at LSU. They they thought that, well, USC – first-year transition new coach. The USC team wasn't good last year. But, yeah, they attacked the transfer portal, got some big-time heavyweights, heavyweights to come in. We talk about Jordan Addison, the receiver from Pitt. Caleb Williams came with him from Oklahoma. Now, granted, they just lost Travis Dye two weekends ago, so they bring him in, too, from Oregon. So they were able to bring in some guys, and we know he can recruit. So when you have – and this goes for the NFL as well. If you have a great quarterback – you're going to win a lot of games, and Caleb Williams is great. So that keeps them in and helps them win a lot of these games. So, yeah, he's ahead of schedule, and just you can only imagine when he gets that pipeline going because it's a lot easier to recruit kids to USC, to Los Angeles, than it is to Norman, Oklahoma. No doubt about it. Emery Hunt is here with us of CBS Sports HQ. When you talk about Caleb Williams, there's going to be a lot of people tuning in to this USC and UCLA matchup for the first time because it's it's box office. you got two L.A. teams going at it. What do people need to know about Caleb if they haven't seen him play? How about this, Jr.? How about we throw in a little historical reference? He may be the first starting quarterback at USC, black starting quarterback since Rodney Pete. And that was in wow. 88. So wow. you think about all the success USC has had at all positions, and he haven't had a black quarterback since Rodney Pete. That's just mind-blowing. So when you factor that in, that brings a different demographic to come in and watch USC. Uh, let's be honest, you know, blacks want to watch other blacks play that position at that high-profile high program. That brings another demo. And you had have, you have the fact that he's a dual-threat guy. He's going to make the, the wild plays. He's going to make the consistent plays. He's going to keep you on the plus side of the sticks. He's going to help you put the ball in the paint. So he's a, a legit stud at the position. And you add the fact that now you have a you have him throwing to another, you know, to keep using the term box office receiver, Jordan Addison, who's coming back from injury. Man, it makes it fun to watch. It starts to remind people of what they had when they had the Matt Liners and the Reggie Bushes and the Dwayne Jarrett, all those guys out there, the Lindell Whites. And so it harkens back to that era of USC. And we know L.A., like any major city, is a bandwagon city. So if USC is good, the fans are going to come out, and UCLA just happens to be good this year as well. So we know all of L.A. is going to be out and be in the Rose Bowl to watch this take off. 
Wow. And Maria, it's it's tough to think about some of the names that you just mentioned and go, man, this was 20 years ago almost. It's uh, That's a, a, a hell of a situation. You know, earlier on, we talked about uh, TCU and, you know, their level of competition. They're going to take on Baylor. When you look at the teams in the top four, Ohio State and Michigan are going to take each other on after Thanksgiving. Uh, depending on what that game looks like, both of them will probably still make it, I believe. Uh, you have Georgia. They are not going anywhere. Uh, TCU is obviously still the most likely to to fall out. What do you think about the odds of them sticking in, and, and who's most likely to take the spot if they do? Here's the thing. They have to win out if they want to stand. And when, when I say win out, win the rest of these games in the regular season, win the Big 12 championship game, and that'll get them in because it's hard to keep out a Power 5 champion that's also undefeated. However, LSU, to me, at six is the fly in the ointment because if they can take care of business against UAB and a 3-8 and eight Texas A&M team and then get into the SEC title game as a, what, 10-2 and two squad and a beat Georgia, now... To your point, Georgia's not going anywhere. They'll move from one to probably three. LSU jumps in at probably four because it's you will never keep out an SEC champion out of the playoffs, no matter how many losses they have. And so now you look at, okay, Ohio State plays Michigan. One of those guys will have to lose the game. And so they will probably be on the outside looking in. The winner would get that two spot or that one spot, and that puts – TCU as the odd team looking out because if you have a USC competing as a Pac-12 champion against an undefeated TCU team or a team that in TCU that loses the game but still wins the Big 12, TCU is to me the the shakiest team out of the group of uh, squads that I've named because they don't play in a high-profile conference. They're not a brand name, so to speak. And LSU really holds the cards. If LSU wins out and beats Georgia – then that knocks out Tennessee, is going to knock out the, the second Big Ten team, Ohio State or Michigan, whoever loses that game, and is definitely going to knock out TCU because you're going to have the Pac-12 chance if and only if it's USC knocked them out as well. Yeah, it's uh, I, I look at TCU every week, and I'm just like, when are they going to fall out? And it's it's I think it's going to take place later in the season. Emory, as we wrap things up here, Anything else that we need to pay attention to or be cognizant of over the weekend? Well, I always love to bring up schools from the lower level. We're in the midst of the Division Two and Division Three playoffs. Uh, they kick off this weekend. Keep an eye on the University of Indianapolis tailback Toriano Clinton, fantastic NFL prospect. He plays this weekend. But I always want to give props to the HBCUs as well. There's a Soul Bowl that takes place this weekend between – Alcorn State and Jackson State, big-time rivalry in the state of Mississippi. Jackson State is looking to go undefeated in the regular season, and they have to go through their hated in-state rival, Alcorn, to do so. So the Soul Bowl, big part of rivalry weekend, and that's going to be a fun game to watch down there in, in Mississippi. I'm sure we'll get some uh, some comments and, and sound bites from Dion after that game, win, lose, or draw. Emery, where can people keep up with you, my man? Follow me on Twitter at FBallGamePlan, YouTube.com slash FootballGamePlan. And as always, you can catch me on CBS Sports HQ all throughout the day, all throughout the weekend and the week, talking football at all levels. 
Uh, thank you so much to Emery Hunt for joining us here another Friday, getting us all set and ready for college football. Like he said, you can tune in and watch Emery at all times of the day on CBS Sports HQ. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, I'm going to get to your phone calls. That's 855-212-4CBS. And then I also want to discuss an interesting NFL matchup that will take place this Sunday. And it's in reference to a call that we received last night. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you again to my main man, Emery Hunt from CBS Sports HQ, for joining us in the last break, the last segment, as we took a look at the college football season. It's coming down to a close. It's coming down to an end. You're going to blink. It's going to be over. And then we will definitely have a better idea as to who's going to participate in what bowl game, you know, what the college football playoff looks like. We have championship games for the conferences coming up as well. And so thank you, Emery, for bringing an expert perspective to the situation. When we get to the top of the hour, you just heard from Marco Belletti in the news flash that the Washington Commanders they got in a little bit of trouble because of some uh, some drinks, some alcohol that was freely flowing on the team plane. We heard last night that we had the offensive coordinator from the Tennessee Titans upon landing in Tennessee. He got pulled over for a DUI. And then you don't have to go too far. Well, I mean, you do have to go far. You can go to Qatar and you can go and take a listen or look at the World Cup, and uh, they don't want alcohol being served at the stadiums. And so we're going to talk about some booze at the top of the hour. I know people are going to have some interesting perspectives and thoughts there. We do have some callers on the line who've been very patient. I want to pick the phone lines up, and then I want to talk to you about uh, a team in New York that it's been showing a lot of patience. Well, they don't have any because they keep getting their asses whooped by the Patriots. But anyway, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Oregon and talk to Cody. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. What's up, Cody? Yeah, uh, you, you're saying that um, Rogers is, um, you know, he's a jerk and that his comments were interesting after he's getting booed. We're talking about a four-time MVP. 40-plus wins in the last three, four seasons, including this one, and it's like nothing's good enough. I mean, I think his comments were basically saying, what more do you guys want? Yeah, we're struggling, but come on. But he can't say that or he'd be labeled as a bigger jerk. What is your point What is your point to me? I'm looking at what he's doing he's not right. not a jerk. His, he's team, n- his wide receivers are not – the weapons aren't there. Well, and, he's, know, and then he's are labeled you, as a jerk now. So tell me – why you feel, and I, I, I can sit here, and I have. 
I can label every single one of his accomplishments, and I've talked about them on the air. I can do that easy. You tell me why this man or why you feel Aaron Rodgers is not a jerk. Go. He's not a jerk for stating, uh, pretty much putting it the way it is. His wide receivers, his weapons aren't good enough. He's, it's like, what do you – we, we praise Michael Jordan for calling out his teammates and then no. Rodgers is, you know – no, I'm not I'm not talking to you about Michael Jordan. I'm telling so I'll tell you, I'll give you a better reason as to why I believe he's a jerk. Okay. And it is it is his attitude, it is his leadership style, it is his behavior over the past several seasons, it is the whining, it is the vacillating, it, it it's all of that. It doesn't necessarily put him in the best space of being a teammate or a leader. It is his his lying, his dishonesty, it's a lot of that. <laughs> Again, you know, just because people don't agree with his vaccination status, yeah, it was a little deceitful, but, you know. Um, no, 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 you said, the, you said the key word. I could give a rat's ass what he personally believes, but you uh-huh. said the key word there, and, and that was that? one thing that you pulled, you picked out out of a variety of things that I said. Whether you want to say it was deceitful or whether I want to say he lied, that in addition to his his behavior, the whining, the calling guys out, his public disposition, it's 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 counter towards towards leadership. That's why I'm calling him a jerk. You are well within your right to disagree with me. I'm not trying to convince you otherwise. I'm just trying to paint to you a very simple picture as to why I say he is one. Is it? Yeah. Well, oh, again. You. No, there's I no again. Are you going to are you going to share something different otherwise we can agree to disagree? I mean, I guess we're going to have to agree to disagree if the guy, you know, can't say anything about his wide receivers without him being called a jerk. That's that's all. Well, that's no, I, that's not the only thing I said. I laid out about 5 to 6 different reasons. And, uh, you know, you're you're kind of focusing and driving in on one, and I laid out more than that. So I appreciate you, Cody. Thank you for calling up. Yeah, no problem. No problem. It's like I didn't just say he was a jerk because he called out his wide receivers. I actually gave you a list. A list. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of a jerk. He's a little bit of a jerk for a different reason. He's actually an enjoyable jerk because he comes across as a jerk and he's just he's doing it on purpose. He doesn't care. He's the most accomplished head coach, well, almost, in the NFL. He got some wins to catch up to. I don't think he's going to catch Shula, but that's just me. And that's Bill Belichick. His team, the New England Patriots, they are looking to beat up on the New York Jets For the 14th straight time, I wish I was telling you a lie. The New York Jets have lost to the New England Patriots 13 consecutive times. It's even difficult to think about. This is the same man who was at one point in time tasked with being the next head coach of the Jets following Bill Parcells, and Bill Belichick wanted nothing to do with it. He resigned allegedly on a napkin. I'm resigning as H.C. of the NYJ. Well, damn. And we saw what he did in going to New England. He's become one of the most accomplished head coaches 
of all time. And so Bill Belichick and his team, who just beat the Jets uh, right before Halloween, they got to face them again. The Jets have a chance to go 7-3. and three. The Pats are finally over 500 at 5-4. and four. This is what Bill Belichick had to say about preparing for those Jets. Everything we had in the Colts game, that game's done. So start all over again. Get back to the you know keys and tendencies and things that the Jets do. Forget about the Jets and then move on to the next team. So it's it's hard to play a team and remember all the things that you did a week or two weeks ago. I mean, yeah, there's some basic things to come back to you, but all the little details that you that you spend the whole week on, you kind of forget those and apply them to whatever the those things are to the next team. Then when that's over, you forget those and move on. So it's Obviously, some things carry over. I'm not saying that, but from a, but they don't carry over from team to team. I mean, it's new players, new, different matchups, different ways they utilize their people, and so forth. So it's, it's, it's new every week. Oh my God! I figured you love that one. I feel like there's an SOS message somewhere in there. It's like Bill Belichick has been deprived of sleep for five days, and he's been forced to answer questions in front of the media. No wonder he resigned as HC of the NYJ. Thinking about the New York Jets for Bill Belichick makes the man miserable. He needs a hug. He needs more than a hug. Well, I don't know what else he can get besides a hug. He he got all the money in the world. He got a lot of wins. He has championships. Uh, He just wants to coach football. He doesn't necessarily want to talk about or discuss it. And so good luck to the New York Jets as they try to break a 13-game losing streak against the Patriots. And by the way, with the Buffalo Bills trying to figure out their life, and the Miami Dolphins at the top of the AFC East, uh, the New York Jets, if they beat these these Pats, they're going to have a chance to, to climb up the standings or potentially sit right there at the top. Who would have thought that for the New York Jets at the start of the season? Not me. Probably not even Coach Rob Salah. He ain't thinking about that. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, seems like uh, quite a few people have an issue with alcohol. The NFL, the World Cup, not me. We're going to talk about it, though. CBS Sports Radio, don't move. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.